Nominate yourself or someone you know for the Startup Canada Awards today. Nominations are open for 16 unique awards, including the High Growth Entrepreneurship Award, the Innovation Award, the Indigenous Entrepreneur Award, the Social Enterprise Award, and the Startup Canada Community of the Year. Celebrate the movers and shakers of Canada's entrepreneurship and innovation community. Submit your nomination by July 20th. Nominate today at startupaward.ca. As an entrepreneur, you understand the importance of protecting your business. After all, you've worked so hard to build it. As a proud partner of Startup Canada, TrueShield Insurance understands the startup community's culture and that the insurance needs of every startup are as unique as the brilliant entrepreneurs behind them. Protect your startup with insurance starting from $29 per month. Visit trueshield.ca today. Underwritten by Northbridge General Insurance Corporation. One of the most important parts of naming your new business is finding an available website name that works. Today's episode is brought to you by .ca. Join thousands of Canadian entrepreneurs who have chosen a .ca domain name for their business. Choose your .ca domain name at cira.ca forward slash startup today. Disruption, investment, work-life balance. Delving deep on the topics that matter most for entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of the Startup Canada Podcast Show. I'm your host, Rivers Corbett. The Startup Canada Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the rallying network uniting Canada's entrepreneurship community. And on this podcast, we connect you, the idea person, the startup founder, the creative thinker with the movers and shakers of Canadian entrepreneurship. Here on the show is where we fill you in on trends and opportunities and possibilities for your next step as an entrepreneur and where we have conversations about advancing entrepreneurial growth and success in Canada. Today's episode is brought to you by Intuit QuickBooks, your partner in building a financially fit and fundable business. Get 50% off, that's right, 50% off QuickBooks online today by visiting intuit.quickbooks.ca forward slash start right. Do any of our new listeners remember to subscribe to the Startup Canada podcast in the iTunes store, then visit startupcan.ca to join the network to connect to support, mentors, training, funding, space, and to your local startup community. All right, today we welcome to the show Stephanie Young. She's the director at the University of Saskatchewan's Brett Wilson, we all know that guy, Center for Entrepreneurial Learning and Startup Canada, Saskatoon Community Leader. Stephanie is an intrapreneur who has been instrumental to the development of Saskatchewan's startup entrepreneurship and campus community. And a very good friend of mine, we've hung out and she is indeed a rock star. And on today's show, we're going to get the lowdown on what's going on with the Saskatoon startup scene, building entrepreneurial campuses in intrapreneurship. My friend, Stephanie, welcome to the show. Well, thanks so much, Rivers. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, first of all, tell us all about yourself, even though I know a little bit about you and how you became the community leader for uh, Startup Saskatoon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
Well, I don't really know where to start about myself. Um, well, it's been great talking to you, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know who's organizing these guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how far back to go or to kind of give you a brief, um, a brief background. But I guess for me, it all started uh, where this, where, where, how I ended up where I am today must have started ages ago. I actually graduated from um, University of Saskatchewan with an undergrad degree in political science, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Except it was a little bit hard to find a job afterwards because no one tells you that you should find a job, you should study something you love but you may not get a job afterwards. <laughs> so I did what a lot of people would do, and that is um, went overseas for seven years and traveled the world and saw as much of the world as I possibly could before I came back to um, Canada, before I came back to Saskatoon, which I think really opened up my eyes to so many different things, cultural adaptation, being, um, you know, adjusting to new experiences. So that was really really rewarding. I wouldn't trade that for the world. And then I came back to Saskatoon and got my MBA and, um, and I started a business shortly after that. And then, um, that kind of didn't quite work out as how we thought it would, but then I got, yeah, through. but that's the rite of passage, right? I yeah, mean, we, we all sure. go through that at some level. I would never trade that year of like tension and ups and downs and really, really high highs and really, really low lows for mm-hmm. anything. So then, um, shortly after that, this position as the director of the entrepreneurship center at, um, university of Saskatchewan came up and someone said, you know, I think you would be really amazing at this job. And so four and a half of the years later, here I am. So yeah, that's that, how I got here. Oh, it's a great journey. And I got to ask you this question. Um, do you think that your seven years traveling uh, were an important part of, uh, of why uh, the good folks at the, at the, uh, the Entrepreneurial Learning Center um, were, uh, were keen on having you there? I think for sure, just because it takes, you know, working with startups, you would know Rivers, it takes a lot of, you know, flexibility. It takes adapting to stressful situations really quickly and calmly and kind of some of those life skills that you can't really gain until you're placed in them. And like, you know, being away traveling in foreign countries where um, on the one hand, you don't speak the language at all. You look totally different. You completely stand out in the crowd. And then the alternative is, is that, you know, I end up in Korea for a while. I'm actually Chinese. So I, my languages are Mandarin and Cantonese, but then I end up in Korea and I look Korean. And so then you have that expectation of, you know, being a part of that culture and knowing the language and how do you deal with that? So there's sort of like, you know, so adapting to a lot of those situations, I think, um, they saw that as, you know, like she needs to be quick on her feet. I think that she could do this job. So right on. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it, I mean, it is, it's, it's the journey of crocodiles and alligators, but of course, great views from the top of the mountain that, uh, all part of that traveling. So very cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll look at some of our listeners might not be familiar with the term intrapreneurship. Can you, uh, can you give us a, a definition of, uh, what that's about and a little bit more than a definition? Um, yeah, so we said we sometimes struggle with this term too, mostly because we've had a lot of discussion with people whether entrepreneurship is a real thing. I know that I actually teach um, in the Edwards School of Business, so I teach introduction to commerce or introduction to entrepreneurship in the College of Commerce here, Edwards School of Business. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and so we often struggle with this discussion as well: entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. Is it the same thing? Can you, can you like we put also we put so much effort into people be starting something 
something up. Well, what about those of us who are in an organization where you get the opportunity to try out new things? And I think the conclusion for us as a term for entrepreneurship is just someone who works in an organization but is willing to, you know, step outside of the box maybe break a couple rules and push the boundaries and try something new within their organization. So that's how we would define it. And uh, I would think that, uh, that entrepreneurs would, uh, would be the type of individuals that most organizations uh, should at least have one of those individuals in their, in their, in their business, uh, nonprofit, uh, academia or whatever to really, to really drive that innovation. Is that, uh, is that a fair Fair oh, observation? Absolutely. I mean, for us, some of the companies that we admire and that we look up to are companies like 3M, IBM Design Thinking, Spotify, Airbnb. And these are all companies that have a very strong, and if you want to call them entrepreneurship, we call them innovators, an innovation team leading uh, leading them to come up with new products, to come up with new campaigns, to come up with new strategies. So yeah, definitely, definitely at least one person um, having teams in them. I think are just so integral to an organization can really push you uh, and like push you outside of your comfort zone and push the boundaries of your organization too. So yeah, we definitely think that it's a valuable, very valuable piece to an organization. Yeah. Well, that creativity element is definitely there. So let's talk about, uh, you know, the community that you're, you're building as an entrepreneur uh, in the, in, uh, at the university of Saskatchewan. Can you kind of Talk to us about key building areas and how you're doing that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So a really um, something that I'm very passionate about is the whole um, process of design thinking and ideation. And um, we saw a need in Saskatchewan that we were sort of lacking a, qu- a quantity and quality of ideas coming out in our environment. So we thought, how can we be valuable as an entrepreneurship center at the university? How can we really, you know, have a lot of impact on our community? How can we contribute? So we decided to actually um, take a step back from the financial literacy, the business advising, mentorship kind of setup sort of um, areas because we have fantastic community supporters um, that already do that. And we decided to focus specifically on ideation and design thinking and we teach people how to come up with ideas. You know, because without a really strong idea and a really good foundation, how do you expect to actually build your idea? So mm-hmm. um, so here at the, at the Wilson Center, what we've done is um, we've recently expanded. We moved from 252 square feet of space to 4,200 square feet of space, which is, you know, quadruple the amount of space <laughs> we used to have. We used to be a library. Now we're an actual center. Right. And we've built an idea lab. So really a place that people can come in here and have the opportunity to be creative, have the opportunity to brainstorm um, with other people from different industries and really learn um, some of the basics of design thinking and how that's important and valuable to coming up with an idea or even just learning how to come up with an idea. Some people love the idea of entrepreneurship. And the biggest problem is that they will say to us very often that I don't have an idea. I don't know what I could possibly build. And so we've opened up a center. We've expanded a center that you can actually do that. You can come in here and learn and figure out, you know, how can I, how can I find a problem and what can I do to solve it? So I walk in the door, I see my buddy there, Stephanie, yeah. The, the queen of entrepreneurial <laughs> endeavors for Sask- Saskatchewan, let alone Saskatoon. <laughs> and I say, I need to go through this idea process. What's the, what's the entry point to that? And, and how do you take somebody through that process? 
Well, usually we give you a high five, and then yeah, we tell them, yeah, five, yeah. yeah, and then we tell you to grab a dry erase markers. We've tried to make our space as as creative as possible. So a space that you know, oftentimes I'm sure this happens to you, Rivers, because you are also so entrepreneurial. But oftentimes <laughs> I can't wait for a piece of paper or um, a notebook or anything. I just want to start writing things down, whether I'm in a restaurant, whether I'm you know in the car, having a shower at the gym, and so we've have this space where we. Our goal was to make every surface writable. So our tables are writable, our walls are writable, and we sit down. And it's very liberating for people when they walk in. And they kind of go like, okay, I'm like, let's just mind map it. Let's just throw it all down. Here's a bunch of colors. Let's just like throw thoughts down. Don't put any logic to it. Let's just get everything in your head onto this surface, and then we'll start patterning patterning it and putting it together so that it starts to make a bit of sense. So that's what would happen if you came to us and said, like, look, I just got to suss this whole thing out. I just need some people to break it down with me how do they know you exist i mean that's pretty that's pretty uh you know it's a, at least you say it's a zag it's a, it's really a zag approach i mean how do you one get people to know that you exist <clears throat> excuse me and second of all they say oh my gosh i gotta go i gotta go check it out well, right now, since we've we've actually just launched, so we just launched at the beginning of this month. So we've been really putting the word out there. We've had a number of free sessions for people to come in and just try it out. And we're really trying to encourage people to even just to think outside of their comfort zone and to be uncomfortable. Um, so we have a really great email subscription list. So we use that social media. Of course, right. we've had a number of people in there too. So we really um, we really try to get them to help us spread the message as well. And we're reaching out to certain organizations. I mean, we're not even just talking about startups. We're talking about some long-term mm-hmm. organizations who are like, you know, this is exactly what my company needs. Mm. We, I want my team to be more innovative. I want my team to think more about, um, I want my team to think more about uh, new ways that we can do this, but I feel like we're stagnated amongst our team. So can we come in and just brainstorm? So we've been reaching out to those kind of organizations and bringing them in too, because you never know who's going to be at the table. I mean, if you work for, let's say a mining company, because we have so many of them in Saskatchewan, if you work for a mining company. It's a very prominent industry. Um, there's a lot of people in Saskatchewan who have no idea about mining, but there are so many different things you can take away from somebody who's a musician, someone who's an artist, someone who's a sculptor, someone who's an electrical engineer. And we like to put those people at the table with you so that you're getting some different perspectives of people you never thought you could run into and you never know what's going to come out. So, so yes, yeah, so we've been really trying to outstretch our outreach to a number of different people from different industries. So they're coming in. So we'll reach out to organizations, we'll reach out to individuals, reach out students and so yeah it's been a bit it's 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 building it's definitely building and people are definitely catching on to what we're doing there's a lot of really exciting things happening in saskatchewan and uh, and and honestly i don't think like any idea lab like this has been done at any other university so it's you know like you said bumpy roads and little you know obstacles here and there as you go along the path but we're so committed to what we're doing we're so passionate about about the whole elements of like design thinking and ideation that we are going to persevere and continue to build the center and get it being like a very uh busy creative hub and that's really ultimately our end goal with it um, Stephanie, I have a very serious question to ask you. Um, do you mind if I steal this idea? 
Okay, oh, no, of course. This this is designed to like, you know, yes. if you know, we're all about sharing, right? So it's really whatever you can do. And, you know, as long as, as long as you just say, you know, my good bud, Steph, she's like, this you is the winner it. of an idea and I'm going to use it here. I would love it if you used it. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I've just recently been hired as a, uh, to do some consulting here within our own um, ecosystem um, uh, center of excellence, whatever you want to call it for, startups and small business. And that whole premise was how do you get the community engaged in the process? And you hit it bang on, not necessarily with the idea factor, uh, a factor for the, for the beginning, but to bring businesses who are already existing and yeah. have them be intrapreneurial through this whole process. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Sure. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's really exciting for us. So we're so happy to be able to be doing this under an institution and having it being really valuable to our community. So we're uh, really excited about how it's going. Cool. So uh, why did you decide to start Startup Saskatoon? Well, I recognize the amount of talent and intelligence that exists in our city. And I see, and it's a very, very entrepreneurial vibe in Saskatoon. And so, you know, oftentimes in a small city, what happens is you get a lot of the same service providers offering the same services. So you overlap. And so then the natural tendency is to think that, oh, they're competing against each other. This organization is doing this. And so naturally they're in competition with each other. So the purpose of Startup Saskatoon is to be that unbiased umbrella, to not really represent any organization and to really represent the entrepreneurs. We really wanted them to understand that we have no tie to any, we work with everybody. We're hundred percent community oriented and we're really focused on the entrepreneur, but we have no biases to working with one or another where we really want to encompass the whole entire community. So that's the reason why I felt like startup Saskatoon was so important to, to our community to add to that so that people started um, understanding that actually we all do really play very nice together. And mm. now you have a place to stop to kind of go like, where should I go to next? So that was kind of our main reason why we decided this is a good idea. And how is uh, how is the uh, the Brett Wilson Center embrace that branding as part of your your building a startup campus? Um, in terms of our idea lab, yeah. Um, really, really well. Yeah, it's going, it's, uh, I think that people, it's, it, it's a different idea, you know, it's different. It's a different process of thinking and it's new, but I think that people are kind of going like, yeah, you know what? I actually think like this as well. So it's sort of all your bad habits that you do at work, you know, you scribble <laughs> on the desk or you, uh, color sometimes. And now we're like, we're just making it legit. We're just yeah. doing it in a way that says like, you know what? Don't hide that. There's a reason why you wanted to do that. And let's figure Let's figure out why. Yeah, let's not put the gum under the table. Let's actually put it on the table. Yeah, and then just figure out what it, what it's doing there. Exactly. <laughs> you, you got it, Rivers. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool, Stephanie. Okay, so let's dig a little deeper into Saskatoon as a and its startup scene. You know, um, I was talking to somebody uh, um, a little while ago uh, about startup Whitehorse and, uh, you know, the uniqueness and the mystique and so on. And, and a lot of people know about Saskatoon. There's some great stuff that's been happening and... Uh, I think there's a lot of admiration here, but there's still a little bit of a mystery uh, for, you know, what is the, what is Saskatoon all about? The startup scene, what's the population, what are startups that are dominant, you know, kind of just give us the, the, the cloud view of uh, what's going on with startup Saskatoon, the community. 
Yeah, for sure. You're right. We are a very thriving community. There is a lot of stuff going on here that I think oftentimes aren't heard about. People are like, Saskatoon. Yeah, that's a cool place. And it yeah. is a cool place. It's cold. <laughs> Actually, we've had a really wonderful winter. So I'm going to eliminate everyone's um, idea that we're like the coldest place in Canada. Yeah. We've had a very pleasant winter this. We had about a week of very, very cold weather. And it's just been nothing but um, pleasantries since. So nice. it, it is not that cold in Saskatoon. It's actually quite lovely. So <laughs> This year. Yeah, this year. And forever. This global, right, warming, forever. this global warming is doing great things for our city. I mean, probably not for anything. We're a little shocked by it, but nobody's complaining over here. So, right. so we are a cold but very friendly place. If you were ever to come to Saskatoon in the summertime, you cannot beat a Saskatoon summer. We have gorgeous long nights. I mean, the doesn't, sun doesn't go down completely till 11, 1130 at night. The weather is about, you know, anywhere between 25 to 30 degrees in the, during the daytime. And then it cools down a little bit just so you're comfortable at night. And it's so lovely. And we have so many things going on here. Um, and the population of Saskatoon is about 260,000, I think. And um, yeah, a lot of things really emerging. There's a very, there's this very like homey, artsy um, community feel to Saskatoon. People here are extremely friendly and um, are always so welcoming of new people coming into the city. And um, as because of that, you know, the city has really grown in terms of like the offerings that we have for nightlife and activities and entertainment. So it's like a really lovely place to be. In terms of the startup um, culture in Saskatoon, it is really great. I was actually having a conversation during one of our lab sessions with them. Um, you know, our lab sessions are kind of fun little fun little things that we have at, at our center. Um, and somebody was saying to me that, you know, he's got a few friends in Edmonton and Edmonton I've always really admired for their startup scene, but they said that they were quite envious of the number of things that were offered in Saskatoon. Mm. So the support around start, the support for startups in Saskatoon is phenomenal. I would say it's second to none. We have incredibly, we have incredibly uh, intelligent people who are willing to help out, who are willing to go the extra mile to help out startups. Um, and, and you always feel like you're very important. Um, so, so that is kind of like the startup scene in Saskatoon. In terms of um, what types of startups we're seeing, a yeah. lot of technology, lots yep. of technology, definitely a lot in agribusiness. So agriculture and sort of colliding that with um, the business aspects of it. Is, and you're seeing a lot of emer uh, technology emerging out of agriculture as well. Food processing. We actually have an amazing food processing plant. We're seeing some really phenomenal things. And I think that's partially the agriculture tied to the food processing because we have that research in agriculture ties over to like, you know, what can we make? We're very, uh, lentil, we're a very pulse based, um, uh, community or yeah, pulse based community as well. So lentils, chickpeas, other things like that. So a mm. lot of research being done there, a lot of food being, cool. being cre yeah, created out of that and restaurants. There's a lot of really fantastic restaurants in Saskatoon. And again, it's, um, the kind of place that you can go for the fine dining and it's still reasonable and you can still get into the restaurants and it's a small enough place that most people will recognize you if you go back. So that's always nice too. So mm. I would say those are some of the really dominant um, uh, industries that are coming out of Saskatoon. Well, what I love about what you just talked about, because <coughs> mostly when people think about uh, startups and so on, I mean, tech IT comes as, as part of the uh, the first thing you talk about and what you did talk about, but you also embrace that around a family of other industries that are in place like restaurants. And, and sometimes we forget 
that indeed that's uh, that's uh, you know that's part of the startup community. It takes a village to 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 Absolutely. to make it happen, right? Not yeah. just IT. IT needs hairdressers, needs restaurants, yeah, and restaurants absolutely. need IT. And definitely. so it's supportive amongst each other. Very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, Saskatoon is the home of Canada's largest mobile conference, M O S O. Do they actually call it Moso? We do call it Moso, yeah. Moso. We sure do. Yeah. It's not Moso. It's not Moso. Moso, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, tell us about the conference, and uh, you know, we got a vat. We got we got an audience across the country that uh, want to learn about. Uh, well, you know, why should they come to the prairies to see what this is all about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Moso has been, this will be your sixth year that we hold Moso, um, but also the quality of speakers, the number of people we've come to, who have come to Moso have been phenomenal. So Moso was something that was created by a couple of people, Ryan Layback, Crystal Kolodiziak, are a couple of people that come to mind, um, as an idea that they were just talking about to, to create a South by Southwest-esque conference in Western Canada. Um, and so why don't we put on Moso? And the alumni that the people that have come through uh, Saskatoon and have gone on to work in different places, um, there's c- people working for companies like Twitter, for Facebook, Google. Um, so we've had a lot of those types of companies coming back and doing um, presentations. We've had a number of startups coming out of uh, Vancouver and from Alberta, and it really focused this year on converging creativity. So it's marrying all aspects of technology, marketing, communications, some startups, um, and. And then there's a music festival attached to it too. Cool. So a lot of like, you know, really well-known bands across Canada that come in and from the U S as well, that, uh, span all different types of genres of music. So we'll go from folk to hip hop to, you know, um, DJs, like there's all sorts of types. So it takes place over about four days over the weekend in Saskatoon and the city's really vibrant. So you got all the food trucks out, you have venues booked, people are walking around, bouncing from place to place and, you have these dynamic, phenomenal speakers from all different types of industries fired one day by these like, you know, incredibly successful leaders in their industries. And then the next day you get to learn some more tools from some of our um, organizations. Like we're talking about some of our, um, like our hackers, they'll have a, they'll have a workshop, our business communication association, our marketing association. There'll be some stuff on financial literacy and some business, you know, there's kind of something for everybody. So, um, so we really try to, again, that's the beauty of being in a smaller community Mm -hmm. is that you can really get in all these different parts and all these different um all these different specialties so that there's something there for everybody so so you never yeah. told me what the population of saskatoon is it's about two hundred sixty thousand. nice very yeah. nice size. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And and uh, what about your mayor? Is your mayor pretty uh, pretty involved? Pretty uh, embracing of the uh, not uh, abrasive, <laughs> embracing <laughs> of what it is that uh, that is going on with the startup community. He he is. Yeah. He's. I think there's a lot going on. Our mayor's been around for quite a while. So okay. I think that like for him, you know, all the rapid change. Like he's he's seen it. Like and I can't. And I think he's one of the longest. I think he's held one of the longest terms for a mayor in a city. Yes. So I think, I think that sometimes he comes in and he sees uh, sort of the energy and he's kind of, he's probably a little bit taken aback. It's like, where did these people come from? But he also understands the growth <laughs> and like the direction that Saskatoon has changed. So I think that he ends up being quite supportive that way. So yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Like it's a bit of a change here, you know. This is a this is a nice a nice city, and it's a little bit quiet, not in a bad way, to really in a in a really great way. But to bring on some of these changes, and you know the rush and the adrenaline of something like startups and and creativity, it can it, it can it can really throw some people off sometimes when you come in there, you know, like a hurricane. They they were really expecting sort of just a, a light breeze. So yeah, yeah I uh, I remember somebody told me once about they were talking about me in this conversation they, and they asked this other woman they said what do you think of rivers and they said well it can be a little bit over the top <laughs> and that's what we are we're yeah. over the top yeah. as entrepreneurs we and exactly. yeah we do love it and we embrace yeah. it and we uh, we really connect with it yeah. and uh, that's so cool so i uh, talk about over the top talk about momentum and so on um you obviously have momentum happening in your community uh give us the give us a future look as to what's uh, where, where are you going in the next say uh, two to three years with that momentum well, for us, I think it's a, I, I like that term that we came up with Moso about the convergence of creativity, because this city is just full of it. You know, like our artists are just, uh, the art community is really thriving and there's a lot of support in that direction. The music community is really thriving. There's a lot of support in that. We get some like fantastic musical talent coming to Saskatoon, but we also produce the same musical talent, you know, and in terms of startups, like we're seeing startups that are outside of what you would normally see, not uh, um, you know, like we're really, I think that um, the convergence of creativity is a really great way to describe what is happening in Saskatoon and the momentum that we're seeing, because we're seeing a lot of that creativity uh, now start turning into products, new products, new services, new innovation, new meetups, new communities being built. And I think that this is just going to continue to propel us to being um, what our potential is. And, and, and our potential, we don't even have a definition for it. I don't think we need one. I just think that the city is growing so well. Um, it's becoming a larger city and I, and, um, in a way that's still very humble, you know, Mm. that doesn't take away, that doesn't kind of just boom. And you kind of go like, wow, we're 260,000 now. So now all of a sudden we're a million. Mm. I mean, I think our growth is very much like, okay, now we've grown to this, this, now we're going to be 350,000. Now we're going to be 400, but it's still very much, you know, focus on things that matter to us. And a lot of it is local. A lot of it is very rooted in where we come from and the kind of people that we are from Saskatchewan. Like prairie people are very hardworking really Uh really hardworking people and I think that that's something that will just never go away in terms of the growth of Saskatchewan so so uh, that's kind of what I see is happening. Yeah. Is the, the creativity is really converging and being showcased. Well, that's exciting, really exciting. And and uh, although Brett Wilson, you know, kind of has have this image of uh, of Calgary, he is definitely Saskatchewan born, Saskatoon, and all that kind of wondrous stuff, uh, supporting the, his province that he's from. I know a lot of the audience is kind of, kind of, uh, you know, wow, that's really cool. You're hanging out with Brett Wilson. And so how much involved is he in the center and working, uh, working with you directly on, on the great stuff you're doing? You know, he's really great. Um, we've been, like, like I said, I've been here for four and a half years now. And I, and I often think that he's also one of the ones who would say, oh, she's a little bit over the top, which again, I, 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 take, <laughs> I take as a total compliment. And yeah. he's, he's, I think he has a lot of trust in what we do um 
you know, he's such a, he's so important to our center and everything that he's done for us, um, in terms of like the support and, and, you know, how much, how much trust he's put into us. So, so that part is really great. We get a lot of trust with him in terms of what we're, what we're proposing. And sometimes I'll be like, what is she doing? But <laughs> again, he's a, he's, he's been very, he, he leaves it up to us. Like, I'm just going to trust yeah. that you're going to do what you got to do. And you've got something figured out. Cause whenever he asks, you know, he's like, you've always got your ducks in a row. So I got to, so I figure everything else is, is looking pretty, pretty good too. So yes, he's a, he's, he's great that way. And that's a sign of a good investor too, where they're, yeah. they're smart enough to put the right people in place and then yeah. uh, let their magic happen. Very well, cool. We like to think so. So yeah, well, it's obviously, it's obviously working for you. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. Well, look, my friend, um, you know, it's, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you and to learn about these wonderful, and I do have to ask you this, the, was, is it, what's it called again? The idea factory? The Idea Lab. Oh, I like the, the Idea, idea Factory, but like, that's yeah. cool too, right? Buy it. That's mine. The okay, Idea okay. Lab. I'll How does somebody you. find out about that? Can they go to the University of Saska- uh, Saskatoon, yeah. Saskatchewan? Yeah, Saskatoon. you can go to our website. So yeah. our website is is usask.ca/slash Wilson Center, and all the information about our Idea Lab is on our website. I'm coming your way. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We're also Instagram and Facebook. Always the Wilson Center. So you know we're pretty pretty easy to find so yeah nice well look do you have uh, we got a wide audience here uh right across the country as we as i mentioned earlier and um not going to pick a topic you have to uh, reference but do you have any any final observations words of advice from uh, from uh, from the mounts the, the mountains to say you should do this to be successful or i recommend you do this to enjoy life anything you want what do you have to say for us I, I think i would say pretty simple it'd be be brave and just go for it you know because you never know what's going to happen whatever it is just be brave and like close your eyes take a deep breath and just go for it because more times than not it'll work out for you so right you know it's better than sitting around kind of question trying to question if something will work out or not so be, mm. be brave and just go for it love it thank you so much for your time you're today. welcome thank you yeah this has been stephanie young she's the director at the university of saskatchewan's wilson center for entrepreneurial learning and startup canada saskatoon community uh, leader and we've been talking about the amazing incredible magic that's happening with the startup community in saskatoon Thank you for joining us today on the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly program dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every Canadian. Want access to even more amazing entrepreneur content? Well, then make sure you check out startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like the popular online training events, startup chats, and startup school. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash events for more details. And my name is Rivers Corbett. I'm your host. As always, I invite you to follow me on Twitter at Rivers Corbett. I do the same thing with conveying all kinds of cool ideas and uh, conversations with entrepreneurs around the planet to help you guys have super success. And also, I'm pleased to introduce my newest business venture, Coaching by Rockstars. That's www.coachingbyrockstars.com, where I am building an amazing team of business coaches to help entrepreneurs around the planet. If you've got an interest in that, come 
come and check us out. Until next week, I'm Rivers Corbett, leaving you now with a sneak peek of next week's episode. You've approached crowdfunding as a, as a marketing and a manufacturing strategy. Can you first talk about that marketing piece um, and, you know, what talk about your product that you're bringing to that space and uh, and how you used it as not only marketing, but also as a, as a manufacturing strategy, please? Yeah, absolutely. And, and really, we're very different from most project creators on Kickstarter. It is something that that differentiates us is the fact that we have launched a third campaign now for the same product for Forever Spin. And that's not something that's typically done, but I can go into that uh, afterward. Yep. Essentially, what Kickstarter allows the average project creator to do is get access to that enormous, enormous audience. And as I did mention, it is one of the top 300 visited websites in the United States. As you can imagine, with a number that high, you get all kinds of uh, individuals there. And really, as far as marketing goes and as far as <laughs> your market research goes, which is just as important as actually capturing your audience, is that once you do get access to that audience, you'll also be able to get an affirmation of your product, get uh, more insights into what you're hoping to create, get more insights and feedback as to what could be improved about your project, about your mm. product, about your service, if it be a service and really with that information you can go back you can tailor your strategy to whomever you are looking to engage and go from there and, and iteratively really bring as much success and as much quality to what you have to offer as you can is the um is is the end i mean kickstarter's got to make money uh so if i just wanted to bring my product onto a kickstarter campaign to do research uh how do they make their money off of that or do they say sorry you gotta you gotta actually be raising some funds here so kickstarter has actually changed over the last year so they did become a social enterprise so there are very strict limits on what they will allow and what they won't allow mm -hmm. for example subscriptions are typically not allowed since it's not something that can be enforceable mm -hmm. for instance if if i pay a project creator a thousand dollars for a four-year-long subscription that's not something that can foreseeably be enforced it's not something that can be claimed or attributed to kickstarter's fault if, if for instance that project creator didn't deliver now aside from that there's also a lot of other interesting things that kickstarter does to protect their consumers but as far as using the platform for creating something and, and really for launching and marketing something the general and the basic criteria are that it's something that's new. It's, it's and that that's actually about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Perfect. Love it. <laughs>